You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thank you. Recorded live. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you, Father God, for another night. Lord God, eternal Father. Lend power to the words that we will come forth tonight, O oh God. Lord God, just let us come forth, and I ask in the I ask of the hearers more than the hearing God. Let our voices, by the moving of your Holy Ghost, prop love in the name of Jesus, compassion, repentance, and forgiveness, courage, and commitment in the precious name of Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. We love you, God, for being our Father, and we bless your righteous name. In Jesus' name we pray, God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that prayer from our minister chaplain today. And we're coming live from you, to, to you tonight. And first of all, we'd like to wish everybody a happy new year, and thank you for coming and listening to us tonight. Our topic is going to be, You Can Still Be Used, and we'll be coming from Mark. 16th and the 17th verse, and um, John, I think it's 21, so of his goodness and his mercy for his protecting power, bringing us to here. But ask everybody, if you on in the back, if you when you're not being used, so that you can get a clear hearing of. And do we have Nancy uh, Beatty on the line? No, not yet. Okay. Well, we're going to start out in Mark 16. And, uh, And the Sabbath was passed. Mary Magdalene of Jesus and Salome had bought sweet spices that might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sculpture at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sculpture? And when he, they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sculpture, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. Uh, Sister Chapman, can you read the next slide? And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter 
that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly, and fled from the sculpture, from the tempt, and they trembled, and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that he had, that he, I'm sorry, and she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believeth not. After that he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it until the residue, residue, neither believed they them. Afterward he appeared unto the eleven, and as they said, sat at me, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And they, this, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out demons, devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, right. it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands on them, and they shall lay hands on them on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word of God with signs following. Amen. 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 Now we're going to talk about um, that you uh, can still be used. You know, many of us are in situations maybe um, uh, listening to the word has encouraged you already, but there are some of us that have gifts and they lay dominant, dominant, and we're not utilizing those gifts. So we feel that we cannot be used of God, but that's not true. For the Word clearly tells us if we believe and is baptized, shall be saved. But the one that does not believe, he shall be damned. Now, we are believers of God, and we trust God in his word. We read it daily, just like here. And when Jesus came, uh, when Mary Magdalene had gone to the tomb to see Jesus, she found out that the stone had already been removed. She never questioned if he was alive. She just thought he had disappeared, something had happened to him, someone had stole him. But then when she came to the realization that he had risen, 
she ran to tell the others. That's just like the Word of God. We get saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. We're eager to do the perfected will of God. We're eager to learn everything that God has for us. And we send out that feeling to whoever we come in contact. We must keep that initial feeling. We can't let it die. We can't let it go dormant. Even if you're not being utilized in your church, the Lord said his greatest reward is in the vineyard. That's where the multitude of souls are. If you're behind a pulpit, if you're not teaching in the church, if you're not running up and down in the church at different positions and what have you, forget all about that. God's greatest desire is that mankind's souls would be saved, that they would repent of their sins, that they would believe him to be the Son of God and repent, ask for forgiveness, and start anew. Once you start anew, you're witnessed by the speaking of a new tongue. That's what the Word just told us. It's a new tongue that comes forth to let you know that God is with you and you've received the gift that he promised when he left. So we as the people of God don't get wrapped up with being in the church behind the pulpit. Don't get wrapped up with teaching as a teacher in the church, don't get wrapped up in the choir. Don't get wrapped up in the musician section. Don't get wrapped up in the offices within the church. Okay. Your greatest office is in the vineyard. Amen. Yes. 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 out to the souls of mankind. If you can reach the souls outside of the church, then you're doing exactly what God said, up and down the highways, going into the hospitals, into the prisons, going out reaching those that cannot come out to hear the word of God, making sure that his word gets to everybody, regardless of situations in their lives. This is our greatest command from God. Sure, you can be used. The greatest place you can be used right now is in the vineyard. Amen. Amen. Almighty, and I just want to... Uh, chime in right here. I want to go to another direction, though, uh, with the souls that are saved in the Lord. And maybe they've been running in God for a long time. Praise God. And by chance, hallelujah, God, that they may have fallen out of grace with God. And and just because they've fallen out of grace with God, does not necessarily mean that they cannot be used again uh, by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I, I wanted to elaborate on the scripture that uh, when, it, when the angels came to these women that had come to the tomb, he said, go tell my disciples. Go tell his disciples. And Peter. Now, Peter was a great teacher. Loved there beside Christ. Now, Peter walked with Christ. So he was taught the best. Christ, I mean, he, he got the first teaching, but Peter still yet failed. But instead of cutting Peter off from the other disciples, the angels wanted the other disciples to know he don't Peter deny the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus still has a place in the body for Peter. I can still use Peter. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. You know, and so uh, Jesus knew the type of work that he had already predestined 
for Peter to do. And so a lot of times people look on you narrowly when you fail God. But when you when you truly from your heart repent, Peter earnestly wept because he he, he hurt he knew he had hurt Christ. And, and, and he was the one that said, don't others forsake you. I'll be there with you. How much greater did that hurt really pierce Peter's heart so Peter fell back thinking that he, you know, he, he, he's not no longer to be abused to Christ. But Christ let him know, Peter, though you have fallen me. That Jesus already knew Peter was going to deny him. So, Peter, I have a great work for you to do. I can still use you. In the ministry, I already promised you that you're a rock that I'm going to build my church. So I'm going to use you, Peter. So, you know, those of us that have fallen from grace from time to time, and we earnestly repent to the Lord, God forgive me. If you just restore me again, I'll run. I'll pick up. I pick up my cross and I run, God. I'm determined that I'm going to stand for you, Lord. And I believe that's how Peter was. Peter was determined. So I tell you this time, I'm going to get up, pick up my cross. You have given me another chance. I'm going to run for my life. I'm going to be a light for you, Lord. I'm going to tell God, men and women, that you live, that you are forgiven, God, that you're a restorer. Hallelujah, God, that you're a restorer of the rich, praise God, that you can use. You can use me. You can use me, God. You know, I'm so glad of your love, God, that though I've fallen from grace, you're there to restore me. That was the whole purpose of Christ's coming. He knew, hallelujah, that mankind needed someone, and that someone was Christ Jesus, to restore us back to God. He knew us. He knew us. And Peter was that example for us to let us know that though you fall, you can still be restored and still be used by God. What do you cast out? Amen, amen. And we also got to realize that Believers are the sheep, and sheep. He is our God, and we're His people, and we're like a pastor. A pastor, we got to uh, be a flock to take care of His need, for He is our God, and we are His people and His pastors, and the sheep of His hand. We also got to remember that today we need to hear His voice, and we hear mm. and do what God has us to do, because. We are light to some. We are the ones that will do what God have us to do. And so many have come this way and so many have this and that. But we have to make up in our mind that we're going to serve God. And, and serving God, all you have to do is make up your mind and believe. When you believe that God will do the impossible, when you believe that whatever you go through, God is there, when you, when you ever believe that when you need something, you can depend on God and God can move in it. Because the Bible also said, we are the leaders. Somebody led us to tell us of the goodness of God. Somebody told us that we could do it with God, anything that God could do in our life. And we as the people of God, we have to have, to have a made-up mind to go all the way and to do what God has us to do. Because we can see as things are getting worse, things yeah. is, like is, is not getting better. 
But now is the time that we need to put our trust in God even more, and we need to be a foundation that we can be a hope to somebody that will be able to our stand to give God a chance because we didn't make it on our own. It was the older ones that prayed and did this. We have some. We have seen somebody that said, "Pray for my, pray for my daughter, pray for this," and we we have to do that. We have to stand and do what God has us to do. We have to be in our places that God can use us. And the only way we can do that, we have to be a stand because people are dependent on people. We have to depend on God that God will have his way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I also want to say, you know, there is a And you may be the Lord. And, and if we were going to uh, Luke uh, 20. And I'm going to do what I have been assigned to do. 
and that is to be the ultimate sacrifice to the we are supposed to be the sacrifice and coming before God to make it known that I'm going to pray and that's going to be my sacrifice unto the living God for the souls that are there that's been assigned to my hand. I'm going to ask you that uh, have your Phone's cut up very high. We're getting a loud echo. If you can just cut your volume down a little bit. If you're busy doing something in the background, can you mute so that we can make sure that the people that are listening can understand what you're saying? Okay. Next person. Hello? Giving honor to God tonight. We're thanking and praising him for the words and the comments that we're hearing tonight, inspiring the souls of mankind and people to encourage them to do and strive to do the perfected will of God, to strive to carry out his commandment to each of us that we're to go out and give the word in season, out of season, making sure that people understand that this gift is free and Jesus paid the price that we might have this opportunity to give the word, to live the life, to feel the presence of the Holy Ghost, to speak Amen. to God. So we're asking you to please pay close attention and hear the word is important that all will be able to receive it and hear yet apply it to our lives. Uh, Sister, and if I might, I just want to add this a little bit. Um, also in the word it says, in talking about being used and God can use you, those of us who have walked with Christ for some years, the word says where much is given, much is required. There have been many of us who have had, be it pastor, be it a mentor, be it friend, someone, people, person, persons, who have poured into our life day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. We have sat under much teaching. We have received much in the giftings of the Lord. And, so, and Jesus asked Peter, and I, I don't know right where the scripture is, but he says he asked Peter, Peter, be loved. You know, and if that be the case, feed my lamb. He asked him the second time, Peter, be loved. Feed my sheep. Third time, Peter, be loved. Feed my sheep. And so we, we as followers of Christ are commanded to take all of this teaching that he's learned year after year after year. It's not for us to sit on it, but for us to go out into the vineyard and draw souls to Christ, to tell people about the saving power of Jesus Christ, to tell people about the forgiveness that's found in Jesus Christ, and we live in a world where all kinds of tragedies are going on. People have got to know that there is hope in Jesus Christ. And that's all about feeding his feet. That's all about feeding the lamb, those babies, those new babies in Christ who haven't had the teachings that we have, who haven't had set under all the powerful anointings that we've set under. So we are commanded that we must, we would be robbing God if we didn't give Pay forward all of that teaching that we've learned to all of those precious souls out in the vineyard. If we love Jesus, we are commanded to feed and speak. Amen. That's, that's, that's Minister Tim. It sounds, praise God, in St. John, uh, the 21st 
chapter in verse 15, wherein the, uh, Jesus uh, uh, asked Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. He said, when thou art converted, feed my sheep. So he's saying the same thing to us. You know, when we are converted, when we are truly sold out to God, when we become truly committed unto the Lord, when we truly, you know, continue to grow in God and to grow in his grace and begin to strive to do the perfect will of God, when we take on that type of perfection in the Lord, wherein we just want to do the perfect will of God, Jesus said, when you are converted, then go out. Go out and feed my sheep. Those are the ones that have already been in the Lord. Praise God, the seeds of the saints. Then he told Peter, Peter, feed my lambs. These are the new souls that are coming. Praise God, and in a flock, there's many types. You got place, place for sheep. You got a uh, 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 care for sheep. Praise God. You got rambunctious sheep. You got grateful sheep. Slow sheep. Enthusiastic sheep. Reflective sheep. Active sheep. Studio sheep. But I thought shepherd know each one of those sheep. They know the characteristics of those sheep. And whether it's a shepherd or whether it's a committed vessel of the Lord. We must know when we go out among mankind to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ that we speak by the Spirit of God and not by the action of the flesh. Don't even see by the flesh. Don't hear by the flesh. Don't do anything by the flesh but by the Spirit of God. Feed God's sheep and feed his lambs. And I wanted to add as well, and thank God for the living word of God tonight. And I just wanted to add that we are walking epistles of God. And you know what? Sometimes we think that people are looking for the Bible, but they're using your life, your words as a guideline as to how close or how quickly they come to God. And wherever you feel, whatever you do, you have to stop in their eyes because they're watching your every move. Without you even being aware of, of the thing that you're doing or the thing that you're saying, you'll learn a lot of people to me that they desire to just feel one every day. And they take your words as jewels, and that, that helps bring them closer, closer to God, because they're the God. I don't understand that woman. That woman has been through so much. Yes, she's so humble. She has been through so many problems and difficulties. I want to be like that lady when I grow up. I don't understand, but she got to know God. But God said that we have to have a joy for God and the other Yes, yes. And that would take us over and through these roots that are designed to get us stuck. Yes, yes. But we have that real joy in Jesus Christ. We can make it through these dark tunnels. And when I thought about the word feeding, feeding with God is like a pipeline. God uses a pipeline. Pipeline goes through different directions, but yet it serves the same purpose. Pipeline means you might be by track. 
how I might use me my word yes, to draw yes. the soul to Christ. Yes. I'm to walk in the destiny of the past, yes. down the street, and get the same words to some of the women in the book store. Yes. Somebody yes. said, Hallelujah! And then I might connect to somebody that said, Oh, my God, that word for the song. Yeah. It is what for deliverance. Yeah. Yeah. It's my father who wanted to hear that word. And if you might go to the church, you might have to talk to us. You look like you know God. And I'm that done to be in the church. It's amazing. Amazing. You know God. Are you a preacher? Are you a pastor? And then say, you look like one. And then say, keep up the good work because I can see God. God. 
preaching his word. And I, I just I just want us to just really think about it because that third time that translation is past is pasture. Pasture the sheep. Make sure they're they're well fed, well taken care of. Make sure that none go like it. It's not talking about the ones who are who who, who got this and who got that. It's the ones who don't have. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus told us he didn't come for the will. He came for the sick and the lost. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. as people of God, we need to know that no person, no person is to the point where there's no hope for them. Because we know Amen. prayer can go where no man can go. Amen. 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 And what is this food with which shepherds are to feed the flock of God? <laughs> it can be none other than the word of God. <laughs> and I think we've all we've already said that, you know, but Peter declares that Christians are to desire the pure spiritual milk of the word so by it we can mature into our salvation. Now remember, those little bitty lambs, they didn't eat the grass. They were they were they had to eat the milk because the, mm-hmm. the grass was too strong for them. Yeah. And yeah. and we have got to realize it doesn't matter the age, we can have a person that is mature in age, but oh. never heard but never heard the word of God. That's so right. we got to treat them just like little bitty babies. We we can't assume because of age, you know. Mm-mm. But then again, if we if we lean not to our own understanding and in all of our wages knowledge, God, the Spirit of God should should lead us how to go to that person. Amen. Amen. How to teach them how to drink the milk. Mm-hmm. Be there for them. We are, you know. We we are little bitty shepherds, but what they're talking about, what Jesus is talking about here, he's talking about Peter as he pastors the church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, Amen. This this is an encouragement for all the pastors and all the lay leaders and everybody in the church because we all have a part. Oh yeah. But you know, our pastor looks after us. You know, yeah. so we we learn from her. And learn from him. So if we got good pastors, amen, we can go out and do what thus says the Lord. Just like his word said. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's it's just important of the word of God as food to our souls cannot be overemphasized. We need the food. We need the word of God. That's the only way we're going to make it. That's the only way. Only way. Only way. I just want to say something right here. Uh, when we were talking about Peter and Jesus was asking him if he loveth him, uh, there apparently was a sense of doubt or unbelief that Peter truly loved him, not from Jesus, but from Peter. Because he said, surely thou knowest that I love thee. And when he asked him again, Peter got a little upset about it. Knowest yeah. I love you. And when he said the third time, he really got angry. But we as a people of God must realize that if someone comes to us and say, are you truly saved? Do That's you right. really love God? Are yeah, you doing right. all you can for God? We no must one. be assured within ourselves that we have an established that relationship with mm-hmm. God that we can hear from God first. Oh, yeah. And no. then follow the instructions set before us. Amen. We can 
sit there and say, oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't do this, or is that what I'm? Is that what the Lord told me to do? You should know once you've got saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you should know the voice of God. You have to give an ear to hear what God wants you to do, and a heart, which is what I was asking Peter about, with a heart to follow Him without question. Mm-hmm. We must be in a place where when God talks to us, we move quickly. Time is ticking. Jesus is going to come back. We have a work to do, and we're hindering his return. Yes, sir. Yes. But then again, doesn't that go right back to when Jesus had fasted 40 nights and 40 days, and and he was asked uh, about his, you know, uh, Jesus reiterates about his thought in his temptation in the wilderness. Uh-huh. When he said, but he answered and said, I think it's Matthew 4 and 4, it is written, man shall not live I by bread alone, alone, but by, by every, every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not Mary's, not yours, <laughs> but out of the mouth of God. And his mouthpiece is us. Almighty. And he would Amen. word our mouth with his word if we but study. That's Amen. right. Amen. I, that's, that's, so why, that's why it's so, it's so important that each man establish uh, that, that, that hunger and thirst Amen. after God's word because that way, when you learn God's word yourself, you cannot easily be uh, swayed Amen. outside of the word of God. You will know the word of God for yourself. And when someone comes contrary to uh, other than what the Lord has said, then you would know of a certainty that this is just hearsay. It's not the word of God, and you can't be easily influenced by those things. And in the midst of God's flock, there's not only sheep, but the sheep and lambs. The sheep and lambs grow together, and every true pastor, praise God, or every teacher or preacher or whomever God is using, Mm-hmm. should be uh, matured in God enough to know the needs of God's people. Yeah. God himself would give you the appropriate words to speak in the midst that mm-hmm. everyone would be saying, God has a table set for everybody. He has a word for the sheep, and he has a word for the lamb. And see, the word for the sheep, it would choke the little lamb. But God knows. He, he he knows the the the, the uh, he knows the word to feed to the sheep that the sheep may grow thereby, and he knows the word to feed to the lamb that the lamb will be able to digest that word and grow thereby. And that's why we must have a true word of God. Yes, ma'am. You know, we, we can't have a watered-down word. No, nope. We Amen. can't go contrary can't to the word nope. of God. We can't compromise the word of God. Nope. That's why the Lord told Peter, Peter, when thou art converted, uh, feed my sheep, feed my lamb. In other words, stay true to my word. Mm-hmm. Stay mm-hmm. rooted, Amen. grounded, and established in the word. So when you come before my sheep and you come before my lamb, you would not give them what thus said Peter. You would give them what thus said the Lord, that they may grow thereby and be strong. And when you said that word that that Peter was given to the sheep, the pastor over those sheep are fed too because a word becomes life to her or him 
as they give it out. And when they give it out, virtue come back because the people are hungry to hear the word. They want to hear the word. They want to go forth. They want to do the perfected will of God. But we must realize we don't look for something to come back. If we obey God in the and we do what God instructs us to do, everybody, including the person over the flock, will receive the word of God. God will deal with them first, and then when they bring it to us, it'll be an excitement. They'll be trying to get the word out to us, and we will feel their enthusiastic nature when they bring that word before, and it will become life to us. And life is what we need in order to do the perfected will according to his Amen. Anyone else? If I can, can I just uh, say this? Um, I just wanted to leave you with this. The job, the job of the shepherds, shepherds of God's people is to provide them with the pure milk of the word of God so they can move on to the meat and the solid food of the spiritually mature. And if I can, I would like to give you reference in Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. For when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the articles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. But everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Not saying that he won't mature. He's just saying right now. Amen. But strong milk, but strong milk belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have then senses, that's S-E-N-S-E-S, exercise to discern both good and evil. Amen. 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 I just want to say that uh, even in in the Lord uh, using us, when we speak the word of God, first goes to the vessel that speaks it. And then after uh, the word goes to the vessel, and then it goes abroad. Now, that person that is used on the vessel, they are very responsible to what the Lord is saying because it always starts at the very beginning. And if you are a clean vessel in the Lord, you know what happens that the Lord is going to come through, and when the word is given up, it's going to purify you first, and it's going to sanctify you that you can be sure that you are in the right place, that the Lord wants to send a word through you. Amen. Also, you know, we have a scripture. Amen. I love Amen. In Psalms 91 and 1. And it reads, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, when you are clean in God, and when you are responsible in the Lord, and then the work that God sends through you will not be hindered, and that soul that is supposed to receive it through you will receive everything that God has purposed for them to receive. And one thing I do know is that if you are not 
praying. Now, you're supposed to be praying. Amen. That's the first responsibility of the vessel of God. Amen. Luke 18 and 1. Amen. And it reads, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amen. If you are praying, and if you are in the perfect will of God, and if you are abiding God like you are supposed to, you are a free will vessel that the Lord can use. Amen. The word of God is not going to be hindered one way or the other. Amen. Because he uses whomever he desires to use. But if you want to be that perfect example in God, and if you want God, amen, to love you and to use you like he is a king, but you to be used, you will do and be and say all that the Lord has given unto you to say. That way, you will be in the and the soul that God is speaking to will not hinder because of perfect obedience that is given unto you, and you will give it back unto God. Oh, we have our Pastor Larry Honora in the, on the line, and we'd like to ask him if he would like, I'm sorry for abusing your name, but if you would like to have something to say. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Uh, how y'all doing? We're doing uh, well. Uh, yes, uh, I'm, well, it's, it's close, uh, honorary, but uh, uh, you can call me Pastor Larry, but I, I was listening to everyone, and I agree. And uh, I'll just listen and get some encouragement because uh, we all need it. Amen. And I I was touched about the, you know, maturity level of a sheep and a lamb. Uh, People think um, there's a maximum level in Christianity. Mm -hmm. But as as Jesus told Peter, he, he didn't say, feed my sheep, feed my lamb for for a certain small period of time. That's forever till Jesus comes. And when, when we stop feeding the body of Christ, we're in trouble. Amen. And, 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 and what I have learned, you know, uh, God God bless me to preach it one day is, you know, what what have you been feeding your sheep? How, what you been feeding your lambs? Right. You know, it's right. nothing. It's nothing wrong with prosperity. Come on. But is it all you talk about? You know, how, all right now. Come on. Um, I never saw a rich man pay a demon to leave him alone. <laughs> you know, I um, I never seen a rich man. Yeah, even though he paid his doctor bills, if he don't have Jesus Christ, he's not healed. That's right. And what I'm learning. Are people praying for things to get better, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But we are walking into the beginning of sorrow. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I was talking to my brother, and I say, you know, so many people are looking for the next Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. or the next Malcolm X mm-hmm. or the next person mm-hmm. to get them out. Mm-hmm. 
But see, what, what we fail to realize is that Jesus gave us the power. He, you know, it's an awesome thing when Jesus said, uh, the power I give you is greater than the works I perform. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't know. We we downcast the Holy Ghost, but when Jesus said, I leave you power power greater than what I've done on earth. We we just don't get it. We waiting on Come the on. next person to lay their hand, the next person stirs up. Mm-hmm. But I believe that God gave us everything we need to know. And through time, mm-hmm. he'll drop nuggets. He'll give us wisdom on some areas. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of things he want to speak on. And I just want to tell everybody, when God shows you visions and dreams, don't share them with everybody. Amen. Because Amen. the person you share share them with might be of God today, but tomorrow they dabbling with the devil. Come on mm-hmm. now. And 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 yeah, and what I learned is spiritual warfare. Don't get so caught up in it, mm-hmm. but let let God. You know, if I, I was so blessed by Jesus. Jesus ain't talking about throughout the Bible. I was battling the demons. I was battling the devil. Come on now. It's, it's only two scriptures that he really really dealt with the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, it was one, and then he dealt with his flesh in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. But Jesus ain't sit here and and say, "Oh, I'm on fire with the devil all day and all night." That's right. He was about his father's business. Amen. Amen. He know the devil was there. Yeah. But he he didn't he didn't give him any type of attention or glory. Amen. All the devil want is attention. Amen. And um, I I'm I'm worked with uh, prophets of the best, but. When I hear I'm always in spiritual warfare, you must don't have Jesus or you, you don't know yourself. See, see, Jesus ain't kept telling the devil all day, every day, I'm warring with you today. He's focused on God's work. And God said, if you take care of my business, you take care of my house, I'll take care of your house. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and that's what I've been I've been learning. Yes, I I could have done things differently, but I learned God gave everybody on this line the power to do what God needs you to do. Yes, you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with prosperity, but prosperity can leave like wind. You can be rich today, and you can die tomorrow. Uh, how many times we heard companies that went broke overnight? Nobody don't have a clue what happened. Right. And yep. it's, it's, I mean, if we have the power of God. <laughs> we won't be searching for wealth all the time and searching mm-hmm. for this. And and some things come by prayer and fasting, but uh, you know, I watch people fast and fast, and I'm like, you fasting for the wrong reasons. You fasting? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm a fast to get this house or get this car. Mm-hmm. God never tell you to fast for stuff. Yeah, but it, it's to chase away those demons. So mm-hmm. I've just been so blessed just listening to everyone. And, and I just ask everybody to be encouraged. It's, it's not going to always get easy. But uh, I tell, I was I was telling my children one day, I say, if you had easy all the time, you'll never mm-hmm. appreciate it. I'm going to help you with this. Uh, my daughter needed a car. Yeah. And I was gonna buy it. I said, you know what, Lord, I'm gonna just uh, I'm just gonna humble myself, I'm just gonna get her a car. I know mm-hmm. how she is. Mm-hmm. 
And you know the Lord didn't bless me to get her a car. God, uh, God said, I just need you to pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I just prayed. I prayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God gave her a car. And she All appreciated right. it because mm-hmm. God gave her that car. And she had to save her money. Mm-hmm. She had to do a lot of things. And, and the Lord reminded me, he said, son, when, 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 you're, when children leave your house disobedient, Come yeah. on now. Talk about it. All, all you have to, I'll ask you to pray. They left your house this week. They don't have to trust me. See, mm-hmm. we as parents, we, we, we don't want our children to stump their toe or to get their finger cut or to yeah, get a bruise or, or, or get their feelings hurt. But, see, mm-hmm. when my daughter was rebellious, and she just left the house because she was crazy about boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she had to. See, but I thank God. I I I step back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, well, God, I'm gonna step back. God, Lord, I don't want my daughter to go. To God, say, step back. <laughs> and I step back, and everything I prayed for, God did it. Amen. But she had to trust God. Yeah. yeah. And and like my daughters, I loved them. I was close. I, I loved them. I'd do anything for them. But it's a period of time I had to trust God with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't be scared of going back to court fighting over custody again. I mm-hmm. had to let God and say, well, God, I don't want to go to court. And because the Lord said, you don't have to go to court mm-hmm. uh, to fight custody. Let me handle it. All right, now. And God did it. Amen. So I just, I just want to tell everybody, y'all be blessed. Y'all be you encouraged. Be and, and, and if people... Leave your church. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I'm going to tell you why. He uh-huh. like, oh, that, that's mean. That's mean. Just thank God because, see, you might be the one that just watered them. Mm-hmm. You say, Apollos water, God get the increase. Uh, mm-hmm. right. You might be the one just planted a seed. Yeah, then you yeah. go somewhere else mm-hmm. to get what God has for them. And then, like yeah. Paul said, <laughs> turn them over to the devil that they might be free. Right, Other people, you know, saying that Lord, you know, we yeah, we we fear losing sheep. If you know, I don't look at sheep as as tithes and offering, mm-hmm. but if you pray over them, you well over them, they are part of you like your children. Amen. But but you have to learn to say, you know what, Lord, they turn over the devil that they might get saved. Let the devil knock them out, drag them yeah. away, mm-hmm. and then some. Some you, you and then some you gonna say, Lord, why are they up and left? And God said, Oh, they were working against your ministry, uh-huh. and they had to go. Uh-huh. They had to go. You didn't have a clue, but God had a clue. See, God uh-huh. don't tell us everything. He said, God supposed to tell me this. God don't tell you everything because we told you, you uh-huh. you have been hard headed. You you have been like, wow, well, Lord, that's my mind. You know, Lord, they good member. They pay tithes. They faithful. God don't tell you everything. That's right. God has to talk to them direct. Because if God told you everything, you'd be getting away. You'd be buying right. stuff. No, I ain't no business buying up. But uh, I just, I'm just blessed, and I'm, I'm going to just say thank y'all for this opportunity to, to, to speak thank you. in y'all form. Amen. I'm done. Okay. We want to thank you for joining us tonight, and thank you for feeding us. Because yes, yes Lord. 
have been enlightening to us. You've revealed some things to us that maybe we weren't even paying attention to, and that's why it's so good to be able to get together and discuss the Word of God because Mm -hmm. everybody can contribute to a situation you're facing. And we're going to take that food and we're going to run with it and apply it to our lives. And we hope this won't be the last time you join us. Amen. Amen. No, ma'am, I, 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 I'm always on talk show. Uh, I have a service I do every Tuesday at 7.30 Central Standard Time. And, like, on Fridays, I try to catch different people just to, you know, get get uh, some word from the Lord or some encouragement or to look at things differently. Uh, you know, what I have learned uh, is to look things differently. You know, everything... What I see is not for the whole world. It is, I have a point of view, you have a point of view, but through God, we can bring those things together. All right. All right. I like and, it. And 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 that's what I learned. What, what, like, for example, I might have a telescope, and I, I say, oh, I see, I see that falling star. And you say, oh, brother, I see a comet. Oh, uh-huh. where is that? And, and, you, and I say, oh, man, I see the moon. Uh-huh. And, and and what I learned, you know, with religious setting, it uh, you know, being under, I, I was under a religious church. You mm-hmm. only see things one way. You only see yeah. things like the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Oh, and yeah. The, you don't you you see things, but you don't believe the power. You mm-hmm. you feel things, but you you in doubt. It's just like if the wind blows, people say, "Oh, that wind blowing," but when the Holy Ghost began to blow, people don't know that. Oh, that just Somebody left the window open. No, that's God. Yeah. I appreciate that. Amen. But uh, I just just want to say, you know, thank you all for this opportunity. And and God bless me because I work different hours. I catch catch up, but I'm always on talk sheet trying to get word and and just fed and encouraged. Amen. Stay blessed, brother. Yes, indeed. Well, we're going to take it out with a prayer tonight, and uh, I'm going to lead the prayer, and I'm going to thank everybody for participating. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, we come before you as we know how, God. First, asking that thou wouldest forgive us for anything Mm -hmm. that we've done which was displeasing in thy sight. Yeah, Lord. Uh, We're going to ask that you... giving strength ye one to the other, God. We want to thank you for Pastor Larry joining us tonight, God, being a part of the broadcast because he gave us strength, God, and we pray that he receives strength from what we were talking about tonight. We pray, God, that you would have your way each and every time that we come for you, God. Encourage us, God, with your word, God, and then with each other, God, that we may do thy perfected will and not linger and not hesitate. Don't draw back, God, but let us run forward to do thy perfected will. And we thank you, God, for all that thank you do. In the precious name Jesus, we give it all unto thee, and we thank you as never before, for thou art the Father, and without thee there is none other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all for joining tonight. Beautiful contributions. I'm going to take them and run with them and apply them to my life, and I pray that you do the same. Amen. 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 Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.